This message is brought to you by Nuveen. Nuveen has provided investment excellence for 125 years with expertise across income and alternatives. Nuveen continues to expand its capabilities while maintaining its legacy as a leading investment manager. Visit Nuveen.com to learn more. Investing involves risk. Loss of principle is possible. Here's your money briefing for Tuesday, March 7th. I'm J.R. Whalen for The Wall Street Journal. Before plugging numbers into their tax return, most people indicate if they're a single filer or a married couple will check married. But some married couples are choosing to file their returns separately. Well, it's not very common, the married filing separately category. So it's not many people, but it's the only one that's been growing and it's gone up about 50% in the last decade. So what are the pros and cons of choosing married filing separately on your tax return? We'll talk to Wall Street Journal tax reporter Laura Saunders after the break. In just 48 hours, TopTel can provide the world-class AI and tech experts you need to optimize your business and stay competitive in 2024 and beyond. To get started, visit TopTel.com. That's T-O-P-T-A-L.com. More and more married couples are checking the married filing separately box on their tax return. So what are the benefits and what are the pitfalls to watch for when choosing that option? Let's bring in Wall Street Journal tax reporter Laura Saunders for some answers. Hey, Laura, thanks for being with us. Thanks so much for having me. So, Laura, how common is this married couples filing separately? Well, it's not very common. There are about 160 million tax returns and there are about 4 million people that's 2 million couples who file separate tax returns, that is, use the married filing separately category. So it's not many people, but it's the only one that's been growing, and it's gone up about 50% in the last decade. Now, some of that in like 2019 and 20 had to do with people filing separately to qualify for pandemic benefits. However, it had been going up before that. So how does the IRS view people who file separately? Are they considered individual filers? Well, let's stop right there for a minute. It's not up to the IRS. I think we all need to remember... Oh, you always school me on this. Yes, exactly. That Congress makes the tax law. The IRS enforces it. And so how does the tax law view married filing separately taxpayers? Are they like two single people? The answer is no. It's a complicated status to choose, and it may cost you or it may bring you a benefit, and there are different reasons for doing it, but you remain married in the eyes of the law. You're just filing separate tax returns. You know, when you look at the tax return, you see single and married. They probably don't even know this married filing separately option is there. Well, I think a lot of people don't know it's there, but other people see it on the return and they say, what is this? And in fact, some CPAs say this is the most asked question. And that's because married couples may not choose to file separately, but they want to know what it means. Okay, I want to go into all the pros and cons of doing this in just a moment, but is this option of filing married but separately, is this available only on the federal return? No, it's very available with many states, and you need to pay attention to the state tax implications because in some states, 
you cannot file separately for the state unless you filed separately for the feds. And there's a lot there, especially if you live in community property states and things like that. So you need to always pay attention to state tax implications as well as federal. All right. So let's talk about some of the pros and cons of doing this. What is it about people's finances that would make checking the married filing separately button make sense? Well, the most important reason may be one that doesn't necessarily save you on your tax bill. And it is that, and it's an old, long-standing reason. Married filing separately, it severs joint liability for what's on the tax return. Now, if you file jointly with your spouse, each person is completely liable for all that information. So if your spouse is cheating or doing something illegal, you could be liable for taxes on that. So married filing separately severs that liability. And for some people, that's so important, they don't care if it costs them money or not. By the way, those are often people who are getting divorced, but it could be married people, often in a second or third marriage, that don't want responsibility for each other's finances. Now, one couple I talked to for this story is in another situation. They were very happily married, but one in particular has a lot of student debt. He is a professional musician with a degree from a very prestigious school, and he is in an income-driven repayment program for his student debt. And that is based on what his disposable income is. And so if he and his wife file separately, then his income is lower, so his debt repayment is lower. And at some point, the debt will be forgiven. But while he's paying it, it will be much lower. And this, by the way, is a fully legal thing to do, to file separately when you're married if you're paying student debt based on income. So... Outside of their situation and more broadly speaking, what would filing separately mean for someone's tax bill? Well, you probably wouldn't want to do it unless it reduces your tax bill, absent these other situations. And, okay, let's say one reason that comes up is that, say, one spouse has very large medical expenses. And so they aren't deductible except to the extent they exceed 7.5% of adjusted gross income. If you split the spouse's income, then you might get a much bigger deduction. So that would be a good example. You mentioned medical deductions. How about Medicare? What if a spouse is on Medicare? Medicare has something called IRMA. These are where you make payments for Part B and Part D based on your income. And the rules for IRMA change if you're married filing separately. They're less generous. And so it still could work out well, but you need to pay very close attention to the numbers. And also, what happens, for example, if a spouse owns a business? Well, that could be a good reason to file separately. There's a wonderful deduction of 20% called qualified business income. It came in with a 2017 tax overhaul. And it's a straight-off-the-top deduction from taxable income. But if you have, say, a business owner of a successful business married to someone who has maybe a corporate job, your income might be too high to qualify for this. So if you split the income, then maybe one partner in the couple, the business owner, could qualify for it, and that might be a good thing. All right. So a lot of benefits here for some people, but I feel like that there's a but coming. Yes, there is. Um, Of course, (laughs) always with taxes. By law, married couples filing separately just don't get certain tax breaks. They can't deduct the interest on student loans. That's a $2,500 deduction. They also can't take the American Opportunity and Lifetime Learning Credits, the Child and Dependent Care Tax Credit, Also, maybe a larger percentage of Social Security benefits might be taxable. So this is 
something to pay attention to. Oh, and one other thing that's really important, it affects your contributions to IRAs and Roth IRAs. This is complicated. You need to go look up the rules, which are pretty easy to file online. But if you want to make a direct contribution to a Roth IRA and you have more than $10,000 of income, you can't do it. Of course, there's a workaround. You could do a backdoor Roth contribution, but there are all these like pitfalls and traps and things like that. A good amount of homework to be done about your own personal financial situation. Yes, you really have to run the numbers. Unless you want to get out of that joint liability, then you don't care about the numbers. So what if a couple foresees their marital status changing during the tax year? Well, that's something to pay attention to, and the rules on that can be pretty complicated, and whether the person is living in the house or not living in the house, and if there are children involved and things like that. So I think people should go to read Publication 501, which has to do with filing status, and the rules are pretty well laid out there. So that's a place to start. You might need professional help. Some people say that the year you get divorced or the year you get married or have a child, those are good times to get professional help. And that form would be on irs.gov? Well, it's a publication, IRS Publication 501, and it is on irs.gov, and it's a little booklet that lays out the tax law. All right, so people's personal finances could change from year to year. How would that affect their ability to file separately? Well, there's good news and there's bad news. (laughs) The good news is that married couples can switch back and forth between filing separately and filing jointly. So they could file separately in some years and jointly in others. And also, married filing separately, taxpayers can later amend their tax return to go from separate to joint. But what you can't do is if you file jointly, you can't split it later on and file separately on an amended return. Details, details. Exactly. All right. That's Wall Street Journal tax reporter Laura Saunders with us. Laura, thanks so much for being with us. And thank you. And that's your Money Briefing. I'm J.R. Whalen for The Wall Street Journal. 